Hello, hello. Welcome back to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am Jen Madden and I am your host. I hope that you are enjoying this podcast. I hope that you are starting to have a shift in your perspective of health and that you realize that health is so much more than just your physical body. We are beautiful, complex human beings and we have emotions. We have things that light our soul on fire. And yes, we have physical bodies. So when you are addressing health, it is important to address it from a holistic perspective so that you are taking care of not only your physical body, but you're also taking care of your emotional health and your spiritual health. And that is my job, is to help you shift your perspective and give you tools so that you can do that. So if you are experiencing a shift and you are just loving the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you make sure that you are following or subscribing to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on? And could you share it with a friend? If you think that there's somebody out there in your life that would benefit from the podcast, could you tell them about it? That would be very helpful for the show. It will help it gain traction and it'll also help spread the message. All right, let's talk about today's topic. You can't hate yourself thin. Now, intellectually, I know you know that. Emotionally, maybe not so much.
Now, I tell you this, not to discourage you, but I really want you to shift your focus away from trying to be thin and move towards focusing on your health, every aspect of your health. I also want to say that I am not anti-weight loss. A lot of times people will confuse the message of anti-diet with being anti-weight loss. I am not at all anti-weight loss. What I want to do is set realistic expectations for people so they don't continue on the diet cycle, which only makes their physical health worse and is extremely destructive to their mental health. So that's why I just lay it out as it is. We live in a society that has a $72 billion diet industry giving people the hope, the promise of thin, while the statistics show that less than 5% can actually lose all the weight and keep it off. It's a disturbing statistic, and yet there is a huge industry trying to convince us otherwise. The other thing is that industry promotes thin as better. And now it's disguised. You have to be careful because now it's also described as healthy living, which really is still a focus on being in a thinner body because thin is better and fat is bad. That is simply not true. So when we talk about striving for thinness, I'm talking about having the wrong goal. Thin may come for some people, some weight loss may come for some people, but the reality is it's probably not going to come for many people or you may not lose as much weight as you think. The other thing is even if you do lose all the weight, there is a very small percentage of you that will actually keep it off for the rest of your life because diets are not sustainable. I feel like such a Debbie Downer right now, but I want you to really hear this message because we get so caught up in what thin means for our lives that we will do anything, including destroy our mental health in trying to obtain this ideal body that is not available to the majority of people. And this is why we hate on ourselves. We look at our bodies, we look at what the ideal body is supposed to look like, we see the disconnect, we think there's something wrong with us, we now tell ourselves that we're going to be miserable because we're fat, and so we're like, oh my God, I have to go on a diet and lose this weight so I can be happy, as if a thin body will make you happy. I'm sorry to tell you, it won't. There is nothing outside of you that can make you feel a certain way. You may feel excited about a thin body if you actually achieve it for like 2.5 seconds. But if you have not done the internal work, you are going to wake up with a smaller body and the same exact life. Happy does not come when you get thin. So I want to level set that for everyone because it is so destructive to our mental health. As you can see from the title of this podcast, Hating Yourself Thin. There is a reason why I chose this because this is what the majority of people do when they're trying to lose weight. They set themselves up for disappointment and rather than blaming the societal messages that we get or the diet, they blame themselves. So I am here to stop that nonsense because it is a bunch of nonsense. Okay, I will get off my soapbox. Let's talk about what to do instead. The first thing you need to do is ask yourself, why do you want to be thin? 
Why do you want to lose this weight? And I want you to be honest with yourself. No one is going to read your answers. You don't have to share them with me. This is between you and you. This is also a little step in building a relationship with yourself. This is you developing awareness of the things that are truly going on in your brain. So ask yourself, why do I want to be thin? Be completely honest and list out all the reasons that come to mind. And take your time with this. There's no rush. I think sitting with this question for a couple of minutes will help you dig below the surface. You may have an initial reaction of, well, I'm doing it for my health. And that may be true, but why else are you doing it? Okay, once you have your list, I want you to take a look at it. And I want you to put each reason into one of two categories. Because my assumption is that your list contains two categories. The first category will be what you think thin or how you think thin will make you feel. Or losing weight, how will losing weight make you feel? And then the other category is the tangible things like improving your health markers, being able to wear cute outfits, being more comfortable sitting in chairs or in booths. So go through your list and either place, take the time and either place your reasons in the feelings category or the tangible category. Okay, and again, take your time with this, no judgment. And if you're honest with yourself, my assumption is that you are going to have reasons on your list that fall into both of these categories. Okay, now once you have that, let's look at the feelings list. Those feelings that you think losing weight will make you feel will not happen because there is nothing outside of you that can make you feel that way. A thin body, a smaller body will not make you feel happy, will not make you feel loved, will not make you feel acceptable. The only thing that can make you feel a certain way are your thoughts. You hear me? Okay. Now, it is true that if you were to lose weight or have a thin body, you may feel all of those feelings that you think thin will give you because you will have thoughts about your smaller body that will make you feel that way. That will last for about 2.2 seconds. I know that I am right because those of you who have lost weight felt that way for 2.2 seconds. And then you kicked into panic because you had thoughts like, oh my God, I have to stay thin. Oh my God, I'm going to have to double down to keep this weight off. So the good news is you do not have to lose weight, not even an ounce, to feel the feelings that are listed on your reasons why you want to lose weight. Because your body Your physical body cannot make you feel a certain way. Your thoughts can. So rather than putting in all of the energy that you are currently putting into trying to get into a smaller body, trying to lose weight, you can take that energy and start to work on improving your thoughts. Because it is possible for you to feel loved right now in your current body. It is possible for you to feel acceptable right now in your current body. 
And I know some of you are like, nope, not true, because you don't have those thoughts yet. But the good news is you have control over your thinking so you can work on improving your thoughts. And the way you do that is to get very clear as to what your current thoughts are about your body and work on changing them one thought at a time. So for example, if you have a thought, my body is disgusting, you probably have a feeling like desperate, right? And that feeling is what determines what actions you take. So if you're feeling desperate because you have the thought about your body being disgusting, you're going to probably quickly look for a diet, start an intense exercise plan, really hunker down trying to fix your body so that that feeling can go away. Those actions will not do that for you. The only way that feeling will go away is by changing the thought. Isn't that amazing? Like people think like, oh, (laughs) I want a thin body to make me feel happy. I think it's better news to know that it's your thoughts that are generating the feelings for you. So if you currently have that thought about your body, that's what you get to work on. And I'm not saying you still don't take care of your body in a healthy way. I'm saying don't diet, don't overexercise. Focus on changing your thoughts and magic will happen as you start to have better thoughts about your body. Because when you have thoughts about your body that generates a feeling of love, what do you do for the things and the people that you love? You take care of them. So it changes one thought at a time. So maybe right now you have the thought, my body is disgusting. So then you have to search for a thought that's just a little bit better, that makes you feel just a little bit better than a thought like my body is disgusting, which makes you feel desperate. So a thought that might be a little bit better is it's possible that my body is not disgusting. And the feeling that that generates, at least for me, would be curiosity. And I love curiosity because that just opens your brain up. Because right now you're like, hunker down, desperate, got to get work, get to work. It's very, it's a very constricted feeling where curiosity, in my opinion, is a very open feeling. And what that does, it will put your brain to work looking for evidence on how it's possible that your body is not disgusting. And it will find it because your body is not disgusting. But you're not going to be able to jump from the thought, my body is disgusting to, oh my God, I have the best body in the world. That's just not how the brain works because you have to believe the thought that you are thinking. So it's most likely, it's possible that you can actually jump from my body is disgusting to it's possible my body is not disgusting because one, it's going to generate a feeling of curiosity, which is more open. And you're also not committing to anything like you're toying with it. Like maybe I'm not 100% sure. So there's no commitment. So your brain doesn't freak out. And then when you start to believe that, then you can take the next step and think of another thought that will make you feel just a little bit better. And as you work on that, truly be letting that become your daily mantra, you will change the feelings that you have about your body and you will not actually have to do anything to change the shape, size, weight of your body. I think that's pretty amazing. And I'll tell you, it's a lot more productive and effective than trying to diet and overexercise again and again and again. Okay?
So let's look at the other category, the tangible stuff. So look at your list of the reasons why you want to lose weight or be thin that fall into the category of tangible. You may have things like, I want to wear cuter clothes. You may also have things like, I want to improve my health marker numbers. I want to be able to, you know, walk three miles without tiring at my body, right? So there may be tangible things, or there will be tangible things because you're on the tangible list, but there's going to be a combination of things on that list. And as you're looking at the list, Each reason I want you to stop and ask yourself, is this available to me now? Now, your brain is going to say, duh, no, only when you lose weight is this available. And you're going to say, duly noted brain, let me ask the question again. Is this available to me right now? For example, wearing cuter clothes is available to you right now. And hear me out because listen, I am plus size, so I know what the selections are out in the stores. They're not so great, right? It just reinforces all of the fat phobia out in the world. But the beautiful about beautiful thing about living in during this time is there are more clothing lines that cater to a variety, a diverse um, range of sizes, so that there are pretty cute clothes in the in the plus size market. You just need to spend time and do the work and look for them. So that is truly available to you right now. And your brain is going to want to argue you argue with you about that. So you can even slip in that. It's possible I can wear some cute clothes right now. I'm telling you, it is. Because like, go look at some of our plus model or plus, um, plus size advocates out there that are wearing some damn cute outfits. So it is possible. Now, go through each reason and and, and truly ask yourself, is this something that's available to me right now? You may be surprised that there are things that are available to you right now, but you've just convinced yourself that it's not because you're not at a certain weight or a certain size. Now, there's going to be things on that list that are not available to you right now. No big deal. So you take those and you look at those and you start to develop a plan. What is, and you ask yourself, what is the next smallest step that I can take to start achieving this thing? So if it is, if your goal is to walk three miles and you're currently walking one mile, maybe the next smallest step is to add an eighth of a mile onto your next walk. And when you're feeling comfortable with that, you add another eighth of a mile, right? Very small, sustainable changes. If you're working on your A1C numbers, rather than trying to cut out all the sugar all at once and like falling off that wagon and like just face planting yourself into a pile of sugar, maybe you tell yourself, okay, what is the one smallest step that I can take today to start to reduce the amount of sugar in my diet? And that may be deciding like, you know what, at breakfast, I'm going to make sure that I have a high protein, low sugar diet. And the rest of the day, it's fine. I don't care what I eat. But for breakfast, that's what I'm going to do. Or maybe it's for a snack. Something that's very small. Or maybe you make a a small swap with one of the foods that you're eating at breakfast. The trick with this is it has to be small, almost like no-brainer, so that your brain doesn't freak out and you can continue to do it. Because if you go all in, I am telling you right now, and you know this to be true, you will not sustain that change. 
This is why diets don't work. And I want to make sure I'm very clear when I'm talking about diets, I am talking about giving your power away to somebody else so that they can tell you what you should be doing with your body. The body that you reside in, the body that you actually know if you learned to tune into your body. I am not talking about never changing your diet. There is a big distinction there. If you have A1C levels, A1, right, I'm saying, yeah, A1C levels that are indicative of high blood sugar, changing your diet is the best thing for your body. And if you are focused on health and you're focused on tuning in your body, you are going to want to do that. So cha- making changes to your diet totally do that, especially if it's going to support your health, but make sure the changes that you're making are small and sustainable. And once you have that small, sustainable step dialed in, then you add another one. And then you add another one. It's the power of 1%. That's how change happens. So take a look at the things that are not, truly are not available to you right now and come up with a plan Even if you just pick one thing on the list, and I actually recommend just picking one thing on the list and deciding what the next small step you can take is so that you can start heading in that direction. And then you just keep doing that one by one with the things that are on your list. If it's a feeling that you want, you take one feeling that you want to start to feel and you work on that one thing. And then when you start to generate that feeling and you're like, oh my God, this feels so good and I didn't even have to spend hours at the gym. Oh my God, thank you, Jen. But once you start to generate that feeling, then you can work on another one. And I will tell you, the more you practice this stuff, the easier it will be. The, also, the more effective and efficient you will be at it because you will do it little by little, bite sip. By bite-sized steps towards going after what you want. So hating yourself thin will never work. Dieting, over-exercising will never work. You need to work on the relationship you have with yourself. And it is interesting. I was actually sitting in on a call today and the woman leading it talked about the things that worry us the most right? And when we look at, if we were to create a list of the things we worry about the most, the majority of the things on that list are things within within us, you know, not feeling like, oh, I don't feel like anyone loves me or I'm not acceptable. Those things are usually internal. The things that keep us up at night are usually internal, but yet we try to fix them externally. That is not the way it works. This, I am telling you, growth Evolving into your best version of yourself, into the best version of yourself, is truly an inside job, and it starts with managing your thoughts. I will say that over and over and over again until you actually hear me and start to do this work. So my challenge to you is to stop beating yourself up in general. Stop talking to yourself so mean. Hating yourself towards any goal is never going to get you there. I challenge you to step back and ask yourself, what is it that I really want? What deep desire is it that's really driving me to want to make this behavior? And then take that, take those answers through the exercise or through the questions I just presented to you. 
it does this will do two amazing things. One, it will start you down the road on heading towards what you actually desire, what you actually think a thin body is going to give you in a way that is gentler, more kind, more loving, more sustainable, more efficient, more effective than trying to hustle, strive, will yourself to some sort of goal. And the other thing that it's going to do is it's going to deepen the relationship you have with yourself, which is an amazing thing. Because listen, ladies, it is you and you for your entire life. The most important relationship you can ever have is the one with yourself. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of acceptance. It's making me want to cry. You are worthy of all these things right now. Know that and believe that and do that work because you are already whole. You do not, you do not need to be fixed. Okay? On that note, have a beautiful day. I would love to hear how this work is going for you. You can always email me at jen at jenmadden.com and share some of your insights. I would love that. Have a beautiful day, my friends. Until the next time, take care.